0: What if I gave you $100 to donate to the nonprofit of your choice? What cause would you choose to support? Why? Now think about this. How would you explain your decision to John, who is one missed rent payment away from homelessness? How would you explain your decision to Michaela, who is falling behind in her fifth grade class? How would you explain your decision to Peggy? who has spent her life attempting to escape the long-lasting effects of domestic violence. We all know the issues that continue to challenge our community. We've met some of the people who are experiencing these challenges firsthand. We've all seen how life can be altered in the blink of an eye. What if I told you that you could support John, Michaela, and Peggy, along with hundreds of thousands of people throughout our community? Last year, Almost a quarter of a million people were helped by United Way-funded programs, all because of contributions to the community fund. What if I told you that alone, we can do a lot, but united, we can change the world? From United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County, this is Living Local, a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank. I'm Dan Herta. The United Way 2019 Community Campaign is now underway, and on today's program, we take a closer look at how United Way brings together a community of donors, volunteers, and advocates to create lasting change in our community. We meet our 2019 Community Campaign co-chairs, and we hear about a new initiative that is going to change the lives of struggling families in Milwaukee, Ozaukee, Washington, and Waukesha counties.
1: You know, it's very simple. Uh, When people in our neighborhoods thrive, the entire community thrives. That's George Oliver, Chairman and CEO of Johnson
0: Controls. He is one of our four 2019 campaign co-chairs.
1: We want our community to have strong schools and students who who come ready to learn, and ultimately we believe that that's a big part of our economic development uh, long term. You know, we want to have adults uh, to be able to earn a living wage to to provide for their families. And we want our neighborhoods to be safe places where people are connected to each other. And United Way makes all of this happen. And at Johnson Controls, you know, we understand that the connection between a thriving community and a thriving business uh, is ultimately the ingredients for long-term economic success. And we do understand that when the community wins, we all win and John's Controls is is extremely grateful for all of the United Way's expertise and leadership, and that we are so proud to work with them uh, so closely.
0: We recently had a chance to sit down with all of our campaign co-chairs to discuss their connection to United Way and why they felt it was important for them to support this year's campaign. Another of the campaign co-chairs is Cecilia Gore, executive director of the Brewers Community Foundation. As a campaign co-chair, She has had the opportunity to meet other business and community leaders and discuss the importance of giving back and the role they play in building a strong community.
2: As we have gone to these meetings and had the pleasure of sitting in the offices of a number of CEOs and having them show up for the meeting and be fully aware of what United Way is trying to achieve and um, tasking their staff with Being robust and looking for ways to engage employees, I think it's been remarkable. And um, I have felt very good about the kind of commitment that this community has demonstrated. And I'm really looking forward to the 2019 campaign because it will do very well, given what I've seen in these early meetings.
0: United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County began in 1909 as Milwaukee's Central Council of Philanthropies. Their goal was to standardize delivery of human services among charitable organizations. The Central Council implemented a plan to organize 22 philanthropic organizations in the city into a financial confederation. This fundraising organization conducted Milwaukee's first community-wide campaign. This was the birth of what we know today as the Community Fund. The Community Fund is the most efficient and powerful way to invest in our community. This is how together we build a foundation for lasting change for everyone in our neighborhoods. Here's how it works. You contribute a gift to the Community Fund. No matter how big or how small, your contribution makes a difference. Your gift is immediately combined with other donations to create one large fund Donors always have the option of giving to a specific cause or agency, but it's the community fund that has the ability to address multiple programs and initiatives across our four-county area. United Way works with local community partners to not only identify the most current pressing issues in our neighborhoods, but to convene local agencies and experts to determine how issues will be addressed. We know that change does not happen alone. There are three simple reasons why this format of giving has worked so well for so many years. First, your donations stay local. United Way invests in programs and agency program partners in the Milwaukee, Ozaukee, Washington, and Waukesha County area. Next, your donations are efficient. Donor dollars are leveraged with others to meet the most pressing needs in our community. And finally, your donations are effective. United Way invests in programs at nonprofits that create lasting change. The results are always measurable and sustainable. While United Way has a long history, they are always looking for ways to enhance the future. Our third campaign co-chair, Blake Moret, Chairman and CEO of Rockwell Automation, is optimistic about the future of giving.
2: Well, what, what doesn't change is uh, the continued uh, focus
0: on uh, being able to see the results and uh, transparency about where the
1: where the costs are going, uh, where the costs are uh, in the whole chain. Uh, I think it's going to be increasingly tech enabled. Um, obviously, more of the uh, base of contributors um, want to be able to use the technology that has been a part
0: of their life. And they want to be able to have in the moment experiences, so when they volunteer, or when they read, or they they see something and they want to do something about it, they want to have the ability right there uh, to be able to uh, contribute uh, to
1: making it better.
0: Mike Flynn, president of the Milwaukee region at First Business Bank, is our fourth campaign co-chair. Mike knows the importance of the role United Way plays in our community. You know, without United Way in our community, it you know it would not be. This is a beautiful community. I, I grew up in Chicago. Chicago is very beautiful. This is a very clean city. The, you know, We certainly have our share of problems, but I do think that United Way being here for so long, they have such a outreach program. They've touched so many uh, different businesses of all sizes. Um, I just don't think our community would be the same without the legacy that's been built here, and then those businesses would have a lot less people to sell to, to provide products and service to, if it wasn't such a strong community. So I just think it's a, it's a vital uh, lifeline to our community. United Way's community campaign began on August 29th with a kickoff event at Miller Park. Throughout the next several months, businesses, organizations, and individuals will be sharing the word on the power of United Way and the power of working together to make our community stronger. Cecilia Gore has been a strong supporter of United Way over the years and has one final message for anyone that is not familiar with the work that is being done every day.
2: Well, I think United Way is critically important. It has um, a level of longevity that um, people can rely on. I am, I believe that we can trust United Way, I think they look at the issues in a way that makes sense. Um, They don't make the decisions on their own. They're engaging the broader community in decisions around how to find solutions. They're interested in having an impact. And um, I believe that they deserve to be supported.
0: For more information about United Way, visit our website, unitedwaygmwc.org. Living Local is a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank.
3: HSA Bank, a division of Webster Bank, has specialized in health and retirement savings for over 20 years, leading the way for the entire industry. It's why today millions of people trust them with billions of dollars in combined healthcare savings. Whether you're paying for medical expenses today or saving for a healthy retirement tomorrow, their experience, strength, and support are designed to help you throughout your entire life. Their offering includes health savings accounts, flexible spending accounts, health reimbursement arrangements, commuter benefits, and COBRA. And with tools and educational support, they make it incredibly easy to own your health. With HSA Bank by your side, you'll be able to make better decisions for greater peace of mind. And that's a prescription that's easy to follow. Learn how you can own your health today at hsabank.com. In
0: 2006, Milwaukee had the second highest teen pregnancy rate in the nation. In 2008, United Way set a simple goal, reduce teen birth rates by 46% by the year 2015. At the time, this was considered one of the most ambitious goals ever set in the nation. It was a bold move for United Way, but one they felt was important for our community to address. Today, because of the support of the community and donations to United Way's community fund, the teen birth rate in Milwaukee has been reduced by 65%. Now, in 2019, United Way is ready to take on the next fight. Here's United Way's Katie Kuhn to tell us more.
3: Everything starts with the home. Whether it's having an address so you can be employed, or being able to stay in the same school all year, or having a place to cook a healthy meal and enjoy it together around the dinner table. We know that at the root of all good things is a sense of place and a sense of home. At United Way, we want to make sure all families in our four-county region have the opportunity to have that sense of place, a safe and stable home they can call their own. Unfortunately, this is not the reality for many families in our community. Family homelessness may
4: seem invisible, but it is all around us. We served a family at the Cathedral Center once. It was a single mom with six kids, and she was moving her children from one uh, uh, back door of a business to another. That's Donna Rongholt meegan
3: executive director of the Cathedral Center, a Milwaukee-based agency that
4: provides emergency shelter and flexible housing services to women and families. So she, would, she stayed in the downtown area so she could go to the hotels they attended to provide easier access. And she would wait until, um, say midnight or one o'clock in the morning, and then they would all go sneak into the back door of that hotel and sleep in the hallway um, until the cleaning ladies came through and then they'd get up and wander around and um, use the restroom and clean up. And no one would know, you know, that they were homeless. So just because you're not seeing them sleep in a tent um, doesn't mean that they're not out there. You might be looking at someone in the grocery store um, in fact, I did, you know. Uh, when my kids were little, I, I came to work one day and I found my daughter's child care provider had come into shelter that night. So it's just, you just don't know. You know, what is, it, what is homelessness? Is it invisible or you just don't know what it looks like? The challenges that families face once they're coming out of a homeless experience is really, um, um, it's no different than the challenges that any family living in poverty faces. How do I find safe childcare? Um, How do I um, make sure that my children are healthy? They need to be able to see a doctor. They need to be able to go to school. We need transportation, uh, all of that kind of stuff. And on top of that, they're dealing with the behaviors of the children that are a result of the trauma of, have, of having been homeless for so long. So the parents are moving on in their heads and they're saying, okay, we found a home, we have furnishings, those kinds of things, but the children are still back emotionally in that place where they're not sure, can we really sleep here tonight? That family of six that was moving from one back door of a hotel to another, um, when they that first night they came into shelter They went into their room and the little boy sat on the bed and he said is this mine? Can I sleep here? I can sleep here? So at the Cathedral Center we have two locations. We have our emergency shelter and our emergency housing program here at the Friendship House which is flexible housing. And between the two locations we have the capacity to serve 16 homeless families each night. With rare exception, we're full every single night and we're turning people away. Homelessness is an issue that permeates our society on a much broader scale and affects so many different levels of functioning. It's about employment, it's about um, mental health services, it's about um, affordable housing, it's about access to healthcare, it's about so many things. And so in order to end family homelessness, we need to support services and contribute to programs and efforts that will make sure that families have access to services. So not just make the services, like create those programs, but show people that those programs are successful. And United Way does a really good job of making sure that um, the programs that they support are evidence-based. Um, they make sure that we report on outcomes. They're not gonna provide funding to a program that is ineffective. Um, and um, we need to be able to, sh- to support um, programs and services that will prevent people from becoming homeless in the first place. The Cathedral Center has been a long-term partner
3: of ours at United Way. For a long time, we've supported their emergency shelter beds. But another service that United Way does not currently fund is
4: flexible emergency housing support at Friendship House. 90 days oftentimes isn't enough to really stabilize a family, um, get them past their trauma, earn an income, find a safe place to be, recoup their furniture, and then live safely. But they're not quite recovered from the trauma of becoming homeless, of the trauma of, as a parent, Not being able to provide for your children, the trauma that results in an inability to sleep at night, an inability to therefore make clear decisions, and an inability to stay focused on um, anything other than four walls and a bed. I have three kids, and I love them, and I would do anything, I would die for them, as I'm sure most parents would say. And in my worst parenting moments, Um, I have someone who can take over, we can take off and I can go away and spend five minutes or an hour alone and I can think about my parenting choices, I can reflect, I can take care of myself, I can take a nap. The families who come into emergency shelters and um, emergency housing programs like the Friendship House, they don't necessarily have those resources and they haven't slept and because they don't know where until they came here where they're going to sleep. So just imagine that anxiety if you could never have a break. An end to family homelessness means
3: that homelessness is prevented whenever possible or if it can't be prevented,
4: it is a rare, brief, and one-time experience. We need to we need to be able to address individuals. We need to be able to take a look at this mom on this day or this dad on this day and those children on that particular day and figure out what they need and then help them create that path so they can get their needs met. And sometimes that'll happen in 30 days and more than likely it's gonna take about six to 12 months for them really to not just end their homelessness in in the sense of getting off the streets or out of the car or whatever, but, uh, but to end homelessness so that they're in their own home and they feel safe sleeping in their bed and they have a place to do their laundry and to have a meal together that they choose, that they get to choose their own meal and when they eat it. You know, um, a place where they can put a board game away and come back to it to next the next day. A place where the children can invite friends over to watch a TV show. Um, that's a home, it's not just about, um, it's not just about creating an emergency shelter. I- I'm proud of the emergency shelter services that Cathedral Center provides. I think my staff do an amazing job, and I can't tell you how proud of them I am. And the number of um, people that come through those doors every day, and that we're able to get them off the streets, but that's not enough, and we need to be able to provide services to families in a more holistic, individualized way. Here in our local community, and around the country,
3: there are already solutions in place that have proven to be effective. Things such as conflict mediation between tenants and landlords to prevent eviction, rent and utility assistance to help families through tough times, and increased community education about resources and services. Together, United Way and our community partners have set a goal, end family homelessness by 2025. But we just can't do it without your support we have to continue to grow United Way's community fund, which addresses critical needs like emergency shelter and winter warming rooms for individuals, children, and family. In addition, if you're able to dig a little deeper this year, a donation to United Way's Safe and Stable Homes Ending Family Homelessness Initiative will allow us additional bandwidth to fund prevention strategies. Because home is the centerpiece of a good quality of life. And when families are healthy and thriving, they lift up the whole community along with them. Join the fight.
0: To learn more about this initiative, visit our website, unitedwaygmwc.org forward slash safe and stable homes. Thanks for listening to this edition of Living Local, a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank.